Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. All right, what's up? A little gambling week 18 here on First and Pod. We'll see how many uh, bets we can agree on. I'll throw one out, Pony. It is not posted on my site for some reason, but like eight other games do have the anytime touchdown numbers. But narrative play here, Titans at home, Derrick Henry. He's getting in the end zone. I'll be on Derrick Henry anytime touchdown when it posts. I'd love to bet him to throw a touchdown pass. Yeah, they should. Def- someone should definitely hang that line. Which Agreed. he's done five times in his career, and he's super good at it. Yeah, um, and that, the place would go insane. Yes. That's a, that, what, what number would you want? I mean, would you bet it at like four to one for fun, or would you need like – 20 to one. I mean, it depends. Yeah. I mean, it depends how much money. Right. Yeah. Right. I'd throw 20 bucks on that for, you know, even at five to one or something like that, just to have a good time, which I'll, by I'll the way, is not I'll a put up, I'll put up 100 against 20, 100 against 20 on that, Done. which is not a smart way to bet. <laughs> yeah. No, no kidding. But uh, I break a lot of my own betting rules in the, <laughs> like for the sake of like wanting to have a good time. Of course. It's an but I'm that way with money management in general. It's not just exclusive to sports betting for me. Yeah. We're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. Have you ever thought about like getting into um, buying and collecting sports memorabilia, things like cards and stuff yeah. like that? Have you yeah. ever gone through with it? Not in my adult life with money. I, I collected cards as a kid. Um, I just but, feel like it is the pen- potential to be appreciating assets kind of thing. Well, I mean, you know, and, there's, there's been a boom very recently. Uh, right. And it'll probably go down again soon. I mean, that's inevitable, but it'll pick back up at some point in our lifetimes again. And I'm just a big fan of what, um, who's that old guy that lives in Omaha? The uh, investor. Warren Buffett? Warren Buffett. I'm a big fan of what Warren Buffett says. And, <laughs> What? What are you laughing? At? <laughs> what? He is. He's an old guy in Omaha. Yeah, the Oracle yeah, that of is Omaha. Like was I, that is a reductive way to talk about Warren Buffett. But he said, "Invest in what you know." And so yeah. I feel like I know sports. I'd rather. Uh, invest I mean, I, have, in that. I mean, I, I, you know, like Lefko's huge in it. Like he's one of the most popular brand content people in that space. Uh, and my my nephew has made a bunch of money in like Tyrese Halliburton cards. Uh, he's a NBA. Oh, because he's gone bonkers. Oh yeah, man. And he so he's made he's made money in the in the card market. He's in high school. Uh, so yeah, it's definitely a thing. 
um, and popular, and there's real money to be made there for sure. Give me an NFL bet, though, if you don't mind. Well, I love the Steelers minus four, and here's what I'm going to say about it that's not just the hometown guy taking them. Week 18 last year, there were five of these games where teams had locked up a playoff spot and they were playing against a team that still needed to win or had something to play for. And those teams that had rested guys went 0-5 and the average margin of defeat was 12 and a half points. I mean, it's, you know, the, the coaches say stuff like it's so hard to win in the NFL. When one team is actively trying to win the game and the other team is lukewarm about it and doesn't care. I mean, the the, the gap is already raised yeah, thin right. as it yep. is. I mean, that to me, I'm on. I like is it. a good one. I mean, look, there's there are historical examples of when teams have needed a win and they've gone up against teams that didn't care and lost. I mean, yeah. but this is different because it's not. Look, if the Steelers were playing, say the Bengals again this week. I wouldn't feel as good about it because the Bengals might play for pride or they might still want to go out on a high note, whatever guys are still starters are still trying to make their money and do whatever else hit incentive bonuses, you name it. Baltimore's just trying to get out of the game without injury. That's their chief objective. So and the Steelers usually win in Baltimore. I hate to bring up that point because I know you get on me for what happened when Roethlisberger was still their quarterback. So Steelers minus four. I like it. Texans minus one and a half. We talked about it in the the big pod, but the they're going to win the game. C.J. Stroud is going to play well, and they have C.J. Stroud. The other team has Gardner Minshew. So if I believe in that solidly to to pick the road team, and I only have to cover one point, uh, that is something that I'm confident. Yeah, but I also feel like you're saying that, and maybe that is how you actually feel. But if the Colts end up winning the division – and you cashed out that bet the way that you did, I yeah. know there's going to be a lot of self-loathing that takes place. Yeah. Yeah, this is a this is a emotional hedge. Or maybe, yeah, maximum pain. It's just... But you said you've had a winning season betting football this year. Oh, uh, no. no? It's, been a while. it's been a while since I've said... Oh, I, in, on, on the show with picks wagered, I'm up significantly. No, I mean Danny's bank account this year. No, not good. I can't. I can't make the same claim. No, I cannot. What happened? Just frivolous bets, reckless bets, undisciplined uh, yeah. bets. Uh, yeah. Fa- I, 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 incorporating well, incorporating everything though. Uh, that's that's survivor pool losses, fantasy, like the overall the 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 big picture. By the way. I'm in a fantasy league that is counting week 18 as the championship round. And I made the championship. That sucks. And that's I am, bad, that's bad. I am, I am pretty much going with an entirely new team. Yeah. I mean, so that, I mean, you can make the argument that that's like good for like your fantasy management. You know what I mean? Like that, that would be what that would show if you like care about fantasy football and stuff, but I don't like that. I like riding through with the well, team. It's really know. bad if it's a league where there's keepers involved in stuff. Because oh, you, yeah. you cut those guys, you lose them for next year. So that's just a piece of advice. Not a lot of leagues do that, but just don't count week 18. Um, I like Atlanta to win the division at 7-1. to one. I think there's value in that. If you just did a money line bet on Atlanta to win, a parlay on Atlanta to win, and Carolina to upset 
Tampa Bay, which is what's necessary for Atlanta to make the playoffs. I think it comes out at like six to one. Yeah, plus uh, six fifteen. Yes, but if you go to Atlanta to win the division, the odds are seven something. So there's a discrepancy there. At least the last time I checked, plus six sixty. Yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So I'd rather bet Atlanta to win the division, and they had over two hundred rushing yards when they played New Orleans, New Orleans earlier in the year. So you know I'm not going to hold my breath and think that Arthur Smith runs Bijan Robinson in this game because he hasn't done that all year, but between him and Algier, I think they can do that. You never know with New Orleans. They're coming off a good game, which means they're probably due for a bad one. That's been their mantra the entire season. And then Tampa Bay, I just don't. It's win three in a row, lose four in a row, win five in a row. I mean, they're coming off a horrible game where they laid an all-time egg at home. I don't put it past them to go to Carolina and completely blow it and lose the division. And so I think Atlanta could backdoor their way in at eight and nine, which would mean Tampa won it at eight and nine last year, right? Didn't they make the playoffs and win the division at eight and nine? Yeah, there were three, seven, three, seven and ten win teams, right? And they went eight and nine. So they Correct. were seven, 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 eight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it's I think it could happen again. Atlanta, I think they're I think that. It seems a little far-fetched right now, but the line for Tampa Bay Carolina is what, Danny? Four? Four and a half? Yes. It, it, as of this moment, it is four and a half. I've always liked road under I've always liked road uh or or home underdogs. Yeah, home dogs, games. sure. Um, all right, last one from me. Under 45 in Bears Packers. The Bears defense speaks for itself and yep. how in how it's been playing. And while Justin Fields had the best game of his career, these numbers have been going around, and it's compelling. Atlanta, 90% of snaps, roughly, they played the Bears in man against Justin Fields, where he, you know, Packers, when they played him in week one and yeah. dominated him, 87% zone. Fe- like, hey, everybody, all eyes on Justin Fields, don't let him run. Make him like pick us apart on timing routes. Don't let people beat you over the top and make him just let him make huge plays. Like make him pick you apart against his zone. It's his QBR is like 60 points different uh, on zone V man to man. Atlanta had an all time bad defensive game plan against him. Green Bay had a very good, one of the most effective all year against him in week one, obviously a long time ago. I just think both teams are going to struggle to score in that game. I'm going to make, I'm going to try to make an argument with you about a bet that goes against something that we did earlier in the year. Now, two things would have to happen, but if these two things happen, tell me what you think occurs with the voting on this award. If Indianapolis beats Houston and it's a low scoring game, and then Puka Nakua goes out and sets rookie receiving records for a season because he's going to play against San Francisco. They've already reported that. I think they want to get him those numbers. If that happens, do you think it's a slam dunk Stroud still wins Offensive Rookie of the Year? If it's the best season by a wide receiver in rookie history, and Stroud doesn't have the numbers because of his concussion, and Houston misses the playoffs, do you think it's still Stroud's award? What is the number? Uh, 
plus 420. Stroud minus 850. That is interesting. I think it in that exact scenario, I, th- I think Stroud would have to be bad. Like, you know what I mean? I like talk about it bad. Three interception bad. Uh, and Nakua crushes those records with a different quarterback. Yeah, I like that, dude. Plus 420. That's not bad. But do you think that's going to happen? Like, is, is, so is I'm that pulling it up right now. How close is Puka Nakua to breaking to breaking single season records for receptions and receiving yards? Okay, he's three away from breaking Waddle's catch record. He's at well, he's four away from passing him. So he's at 101. He has to get to 104. So if he gets to four catches, he's going to break that. He's at 1,445 yards, and the record's 1473. Set in 1960, by the way. Yeah, wow. And, by the way... Bill, Bill Groman. It's a BS record because I think it was set in the AFL. And they carried the stats over. Yeah, wow. That is crazy. So... Yeah. So so, so then the question is, is four, four, plus 420 enough for you to believe that that scenario happens and the voters recognize it correctly? And like weigh week 18 in that way. I guess you'd have to weigh the week 18 for Stroud pretty heavily. Yeah. And I mean, in theory, if you like really, yeah, like I said, Nakua was doing it with another quarterback. Huh. It would be, I mean, look, it would just be. I feel like like if I said what, if you would have said that and I would not have been looking it up as you went, I would have said I thought I needed like six or seven to one in terms of like how I believe the likelihood of that actually happening is. And it's only four and a half. Stroud's years. numbers are very good. But a lot of the things that we lobbied for regarding him and winning awards was predicated on the Texans making the playoffs, winning the division, him having the numbers to go along with the team's success. I mean, that's why Lamar Jackson's winning the MVP this year. because Yeah, not his fault that Tank Dell gets hurt, though. Like, we don't normally hold that stuff against a rookie, you know? So I he, understand that, but if the Rams are already in the playoffs, and part of it is here's this rookie that has come out of nowhere to have the best stats ever by a rookie wide receiver, and the Texans lose a make-or-break game and Stroud doesn't play well, I just think that there's a legitimate case for Nakua to be the rookie of the year. Cooper Cup wasn't healthy the entire season. I, I agree with you, but is so is, is four to one enough for you to bet it? That was it. Would, it would be because because what what are the odds if what I say takes place? I think it's like even money for both guys. I think it's you think it's that likely that Stroud has a bad game? Well, I just think he I just think he has an average game and they lose. I don't I don't know if he's yeah. going to be atrocious. By and the I, way, and I think I think average game and a loss. He wins the award. By the way, last thing on the awards market, yeah, uh, they were listening to us, or at least me, because smart vetters have hammered DeMar Hamlin to win the Comeback Player of the Year award since that number got down into the 100s. Yeah, he's minus 310. Yep, and I think it's only going to go up. And and we did, I mean, we, we talked about it at the right time. It definitely became a huge talking point uh nationally i saw it on all the shows this week you think they you think they stole it from us 
Oh, no, I'm not necessarily. I mean, I don't think it was the most creative. And I wouldn't say stole. I mean, it's not like we have it was just a creative ownership over that. It's just maybe it's like, we got to the moon first on it. That's all. Sure. If you want to pat ourselves on the back, and I, I do. I that's why I have long arms, buddy. Uh all right, we're gonna make some money. Subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. We gamble too. First and pod. Peace.